1: What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to
2: survive still I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, Oh, you wanna be an entrepreneur. You wanna be broke all the time and working twenty four seven. Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is
1: Presented by AT&T.
5: Connecting changes everything.
3: This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio.
0: Hello, everyone. Love you so much, Almost Famous listeners. Uh, I had to be here three weeks by myself, three weeks postpartum by myself because I have to talk about The Bachelor that much. No, but honestly, (laughs) this episode, there's a lot to break down and I am going to be doing it today with Deanna Pappas um the fourth bachelorette because ben is off on one of his adventures you guys he has so many adventures lately i think he's in honduras now he's going to israel later this month so uh we're gonna have a lot of fill-ins but we love them and we'll miss ben deanna uh hello welcome back to the podcast we love having you here um we,
5: it's so funny we should have been recording um this whole conversation because it was a nice catch up for the last 10 minutes. Um, because I can't even believe you're sitting up straight and that you still look as beautiful as ever with a three week
0: old. You're very sweet. Uh, (laughs) we were talking about being averted to water during our pregnancies and how the first one tends to be easier than the, than the second one. And (laughs) Oh, things that, you know, it's like so funny. Like the mommy life really is like you could talk about it for hours. It's just kind of like the, how you could talk about single life for hours when you're single. <laughs> right. I don't know that I remembered ever doing that. You never talked about like, just like, I made that, I made am the, I the ever comment gonna to find someone like dating so horrible. And I last oh. date this, or I last date that. You're the bachelor, but I really didn't date a lot. Okay, so I
5: um I have my own podcast with a girlfriend of mine called um Flashbacks, and we just recorded on Saturday and we were having this same conversation because I was on The Bachelor and Bachelorette, as everybody knows, but she was on, she did Playboy. Um, uh, early on when she was like 18. And then she met her husband when she was like 21 years old. So she really didn't date a lot either. And Mm -hmm. I were recording an episode and I was saying, oh, I'm not, I I didn't date a lot. Like I'm not like a habitual dater. And she seriously looked at me and she was like, you went on a television show and dated 25 guys (laughs) at one
0: time. And I was like, right. You're like, I made up for all of the not dating (laughs) by dating 25 (laughs) real quick. So I feel silly though, because a lot of times we'll
5: talk about like I don't know, past dates or funny stories or something that happened like in LA or whatever. And uh, most of my like bad dates came from being on The Bachelorette because I just didn't date a lot beforehand. I was like always a relationship person so like I dated the same guy all throughout high school until I turned like 20 almost 21 years old okay. and then after that I dated another guy that I knew from my hometown for like three years and then I went on The Bachelor so like I really just didn't I didn't like dating yeah and I, I don't I say this all the time I don't envy people now who date
0: no oh my gosh it's the worst I don't understand people who say that they like enjoy dating like the enjoyment no. of a first or second date Ugh. I just I said the, the same comfort. thing, that
5: awkward, that awkward conversation where you have to try to get to know someone or like, so tell me about your mom and sister, like things that you just don't like, you have to feel like you have to awkwardly get to know someone. Mm-hmm. And I guess like on the, you know, when you're on the bachelor and the bachelorette also, I wouldn't do it these days either watching that episode. I was like, this is almost painful to <laughs> okay, watch but these
0: people. Think that's an age thing or do you think that's like a modern bachelor thing because for me I think there's such a big difference between being in your 20s on the show and being on your 30s because in your 30s all you do is like crave comfort and then in your 20s you like crave that adrenaline rush I don't think I'd have the stamina in my 30s to do the show when I last did it I was just on the cusp I was 29
5: yeah I mean well yeah. I was 20. I think I had just turned 25 when I did the bachelor. Okay. And then I did, I was 26, I think when I was the bachelorette. So that was young, right? Like, Oh my God. I think about how I met Stephen when I was 26 years old, I was a mess dude. No wonder I wasn't married. And you know, I think back to my time on the show, I was like, Oh, I can't believe I chose that guy. Um, <laughs> but you're just a mess in your mid twenties. You don't know what you want. You don't know who you are. So I, now that I am so much older, I turned 40 a few months ago. Sometimes I laugh when watching the show because the girls are like 22, 23 years old. And I think I remember myself at 22, 23 years old. No way was I ever ready to like get married, start a family for at the least, or like be in like a significant, like committed relationship that was leading toward marriage
0: but did you think that you were because when I was of course I did <laughs> yeah I was like I'm so I ready did. I just can't wait to be a wife and a mom it's gonna be so <laughs> great but then you don't realize how not ready you were until you are of a certain age so let's skip ahead and talk about Sarah and Mara because Sarah is 23 thinks she's ready we're all watching her and being like, no, girl, you're not. And Mara at 32 probably has like a better grasp on the fact that Sarah is not ready than Sarah is herself. Um, but what do you think that whole situation between Sarah and Mara? Because I do think Mara is way dramatic and did not approach it correctly. I also think she was. I, well, I also think Sarah didn't either. No, I mean, neither of them did. Mara seemed maybe a little drunk during that confrontation. <laughs> I, I, these piece, I, this is where I struggle watching this
5: show now because this tends to make like my skin crawl. Like I get mm-hmm. so uncomfortable in situations like this. and watching the women, A, be pinned against each other like this. And B, ugh, it just makes me feel weird when women argue over a guy. And I remember not ever... Like, even being comfortable with that when I was on The Bachelor, like, I just felt really weird about it. Like, well, I know he loves me and you're going home, you know, like, I just, it makes my skin yeah. crawl. So the entire just, situation made me super uncomfortable. Okay. And even when Sarah came home, though, to the ladies and was like, So I know that one of you put this into his ear, but like, just so you know, we're going to ride off into the sunset and live happily ever after. Sorry, you know, I just was yeah. like, it felt really petty to me. Yeah. And it felt really like I just was really uncomfortable with the entire thing. <laughs> Super uncomfortable.
0: We come to know, that I guess we, we can get into it. Let's get into this later. We'll do a real recap. <laughs> I just wanted to mention that briefly because we were talking about age. But right. uh, there was a headline that came out pertaining to you last week. And I have got to get oh. your opinion on it. Yeah. you You really? have to know. Yeah. That Christelle Stouse from Selling Sunset said that she was supposed to be the bachelorette in your place, but because Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres, was such an advocate for you to become the bachelorette, you became it because all the fans rallied with Ellen. Um,
5: I did not hear this last week. I am far too busy. I just don't have time for things. I I But I have heard this rumor a lot over the years. Um, and really, I heard it because... Well, Graham Bun was on my season and he's the only guy that I actually genuinely liked on the show. Um, and what he had shared with me afterwards, because we stayed friends for a long time, he had shared that he only went on the show because he had been told that Chriselle was going to be the bachelorette. Because they dated briefly before the show. They dated briefly and then they broke up or something because she was telling him that she was gonna go on the show. So that I believe is why, if I'm remembering this correctly, he applied because he thought Chriselle was
0: going to be the bachelorette and he wanted to win her over. That would have been a great storyline. Well, apparently (laughs) she was supposed to very much be. I think that it said that she even like signed the contract, which you know is. Yeah, but we all did. Yeah. We all did. I was saying this to someone else. They do that. They like they I distinctly remember when
5: I was done on The Bachelor, the producers calling a week later and being like, hey, would you be interested in being The Bachelorette? They didn't flat out ask me, but I was like, yeah, I would totally consider it. And they sent contracts over right away. And they were very honest where they said, just so you know, we are considering several people. And I was like, yeah, I just, A, I never thought they would choose me. But then I also was like, well, why wouldn't they? I just spent this time on the show. Everyone has invested in my story. This dude chose not to pick anyone. It would be weird to bring someone else. But- I think they do that every season. And you know, this as well, Ashley, that they consider several people. They probably have 10 contracts out of women who sign them.
0: I was going to say there's at least three signed for sure they picked. So that's not a huge deal that she was signed or anything, but, She made it seem last week like she was picked and that all of a sudden Ellen said this or that and then you came swooping in, stealing her spot, (laughs) Uh, which is- Look at that. It wasn't all my children- actress which is why she wasn't completely random to the abc audience but i still think well and i also feel like at that time no one really knew who she was that's what it, I it doesn't mean. seem
5: like a bold choice to make her the bachelor i'm not saying that there's not truth to her story i don't really know and i don't know chris we've never had a conversation we've never talked about it i only know what graham shared with me afterwards yeah. um do I think that Ellen DeGeneres called and and that's how I became the Bachelorette? I think she's a fan of the show. Like, I think that they were like, oh, cool, we'll announce it on Ellen. But I don't think that she was like, that's it. I'm Ellen DeGeneres and Deanna is gonna be the Bachelorette. Like, no, I don't think that that is how that worked. But I think, and I know, because producers said to me that at the time, I think they were considering five women is what they told me. They were like, you know, we're looking at you and there's like four other women that we are having uh, talks about and we have to get network approval. So- Uh I don't know that it was necessarily like a done deal for her because it wasn't a done deal for me. Everyone signed the contract. I didn't know it was a done deal until I appeared on the Ellen DeGeneres show for the second time. And she was like, I remember going back into her green room and her saying like, I watched your season. Like I was devastated. I really wanted them to pick you as the bachelorette, but she didn't say, and it was just me and her. She didn't have to lie. No one was in there. They weren't recording us. I was in her green room and she was talking to me as if I was, no one like she just is a fan of the show and I remember her saying like I I could not believe this happened to you like I was hoping that they would make you the bachelorette she never said hey
0: I made the call I called the ABC execs and I got this done for you like it wasn't like that she didn't make it seem she's not saying Ellen's not saying that at all she would she what what Michelle is saying is that Ellen was such a fan that she got, like, Bachelor Nation behind you heavily, but I have to now- revisit- Bachelor Nation wasn't even a thing back then. <laughs> uh, you, like, actually sat in the green room with Ellen. That's how much she liked you, because yeah. I don't think she hangs with uh, Bachelor contestants in the green room anymore. No, she was
5: super cool. It was It was, like, honestly- well, I mean, you know this, you've done a ton of stuff for the show, but I have like certain favorite memories that I take away from the show because yeah. again, uh, social media has really changed, um, the show I believe and what it is now and the popularity of it all with Instagram and, and, you know, TikTok and everything else, the show is completely different now. Like back then you just went on the show and then you went back to real life. I, I, I die actually, because I remember having this conversation with another contestant, maybe a couple seasons after my season of the bachelorette. And again, I, I like accepted opportunities, but I went back to like my real job. Like I went back to my normal life. And I remember this girl telling me, and she didn't even make it very far, like maybe hometowns or something like that. And I remember her saying to me, well, what do I do now? Like, I'm not, I can't go back to like my normal job. I'm a celebrity. And I was looking at her and I was like, what world are we living in? Like, what, what do you, why can't you go back to your job? Like,
0: yeah. Do you think you're like,
5: it's just weird. So
0: it's super cringe when bachelor contestants call themselves celebrities. Yeah.
5: And not like you can't like have great opportunities, like absolutely live the dream because I am here to tell you that that 15 minutes does go away and you'll be like, okay, here I am. And I have to have a real job because I have a family and I've got to make money. But like, I don't think that people, I just don't think that Ellen had that big of an influence on the show as people think she did. And I think Chrishell is also trying to sell books. She's it not is. stupid. This, this did come right. out of her book. Yes. This, right. Was a quote right. From the book. Yeah. She's not stupid. She's trying to make Definitely a paycheck not. and she stays in the limelight for a reason and people yeah. like her. I don't know how much uh, validity there is to her story, but I know my story. And I think because Ellen took such an interest in the show at the time that helped with that season. It made my season of The Bachelorette be so popular because then we filmed one episode in the studio with Ellen and in the audience, you know, so it was because she was such a, a fan and wanted my story to continue to play out. They really milked that, you know, they were able to use that and use the popularity of Ellen and her favor in the show, you know, and I would imagine I mean, I'm not an idiot, but like ABC executives probably saw the dollar signs in that.
0: Yeah. Versus oh.
5: taking someone who'd never
0: been on the show before and yeah. making them the bachelorette and just hope it does well. Well, that's kind of what we've seen the past two season well, t- past two bachelor seasons with Matt. He was like a random pick. And then I almost want to say Clayton was a random pick because he had like 10 minutes of airtime uh, back mean. on the show season. <laughs> Trusted Protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night.
3: Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call
0: 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
1: Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. 3510300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
0: As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child-secure and designed to avoid accidental opening, Because they believe that their product should provide more than just power, they should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes.
4: Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee.
0: you are, you have such great opinions. I've got to know well, what's your theory behind the, uh, the ratings drops. Is it Chris Harrison? Is it burnout? Man. All right. I think there's several things, so I'm Go
5: not going to lie. It. I don't watch the show anymore because I just don't enjoy it. See, you're I, one of those people. Now we have to really I know I am. I am. So I actually had never seen the show before I was on it, Ashley. And Mm -hmm. I have always said too, when they came out with like bachelor pad, uh, uh, bachelor in paradise, like those are my favorite shows because AA like that we've already seen you guys on a different season. So I feel like we know you. Mm -hmm. And also I just feel like the storylines are a little better on some of those shows versus on the
0: bachelor or the bachelorette. I mean, I I'm, you know, a little biased here because most of my, my time came from the spinoff shows, but like, paradise is better. <laughs>
2: it is better. <laughs> you, are right. so I better you. you are
0: right. I
5: will absolutely sit down and watch like paradise. I do really enjoy that one, but sometimes it is just gut wrenching for me to sit down and watch the bachelor and the bachelorette. I enjoyed well, the thanks show for doing so for this <laughs> recap show today, <laughs> but you know what? I was, I'm not gonna lie. I was watching it and I was like, totally fast forwarding Cause I was like, boring, 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 boring. And I would imagine that I am like the masses of the people who are watching the show right now, because a, we didn't really get to know, um, Clayton. Right. And I don't know the decision to make him the bachelor. I'm not sure what that was there. I don't know if it was because maybe he was cheaper. I don't know. I didn't get paid to do the show. Um, and so I'm always amazed at the amount of money people make
0: nowadays. You I think, get paid oh. to do the show at all. Not even like no, a, a, I'm a so little stupid.
5: bit. <laughs> so stupid. Oh, you really they,
0: did it for free? I mean, did it
5: honestly. for free? Okay, so what I did get, they paid obviously because I had to give up like four or five months of my life. I couldn't work, I couldn't do anything. They didn't write me a paycheck, but they said, "What do you need to survive during that period okay. of time?" Because yeah. we need to, we're going to pretty much have you out of your home and your job for four months, and then even after we were done filming, then there was press and everything else. So, um. They paid my mortgage, my car payment. And I lived in Georgia, Ashley. My mortgage was like a thousand bucks a month. You, you live know? in Marietta, yeah? <laughs> no, just south of Atlanta. I was from oh, okay. uh, Newton, Georgia. It's a small town, town outside of the city. And I bought my first house when I was like 23 years old, and my mortgage was seriously like a thousand bucks. So nice. <laughs> that I think they wrote me a check each month for like twenty five hundred dollars and. You don't know me very well, but I am such a brutally honest human being. Like I seriously, down to the dollar, added up what my monthly bills were. You sweet soul. (laughs) I I don't know if I'm a sweet soul, but I think that they (laughs) literally. I said this to when we were recording flashbacks the other day. I said it to Jessica. I was like, I, I think they probably looked at me and were like, we're gonna make so much money off of this chick. Like because I just was that honest. You know, some. I remember hearing some of the other ladies. Uh, say that like, oh, they got a massage every single day or like they demanded that they only drank uh crystal or like teeth or boobs or whatever it was. And I seriously was just like, no, I mean, my mortgage is this much, my car payment is this much and I have like one credit card. So like 2,500 bucks a month should be su- sufficient. So I think in the four months, they wrote me a check for like $10,000 because I got 2,500 bucks a month because they paid my mortgage. It had to be paid and I wasn't working and my car payment, which had to be paid. And then that was about it. I didn't make any more money off of that.
0: (laughs) For the audience to know that I, I'm okay. I'm I'm just speaking out of what uh, I think is like the rumors about how the the leads get paid. We could actually ask Ben how it really goes uh, when he's back. But I do believe that the salary that the lead makes is usually comparable to the money that they would lose from their job gone that long is that she's nodding i think that's
5: probably right i think each person individually negotiates that i just i just didn't and honestly this probably goes back to what Chriselle is saying when they had me sign my contract they probably saw dollar signs because i didn't ask for anything i didn't demand anything i didn't ask for anything extra i wasn't like i need all white candles in my room like <laughs> I just no mariah like, carey moves yeah no and i'm and well hey I'm just not like that in my normal Mm -hmm. life in general. Like I, I'm not a greedy person. I am very gracious. I am compassionate. I just think like when I got the opportunity (laughs) and I always feel really silly now saying it, Ashley, but like, I truly just believed that that was my path. That was where I was supposed to be. And I wasn't going to be this person who demanded all of these extra things because that's just not who I am in general. So, to be I, honest, they they probably took my contract and compared it to other women's contracts. And we're like, well, we're going to make
0: $400 billion off of her because <laughs> she doesn't want anything. So, why would we choose anyone else? You know, I would have done a very similar thing. I think like people who, ask for like a couple hundred extra dollars more a day for paradise just like you guys you'll make it back I mean like yeah on the you're other gonna sell end. so much teeth whiter on Instagram yeah, you're know, gonna be okay you're gonna be fine don't like get on the bad side of production take the opportunity for what it is take the opportunity That's, for what it is
5: that, you know exactly. what I mean? your life will forever change it will yeah. forever be different and you don't know what you're gonna get out of it I mean look at you right you are married yeah. you have a family I think the same thing had I not gone on the show I would have never met my Michael and become friends with him. And in turn, I would have never met Stephen. And, and now we've been married over 10 years and two kids later. Like, I just believe that there is a path. I don't believe in like coincidence because I'm a Christian, but like, I believe there is the right path for me. And going on the show led me to a certain path. And like, I have a really great life. I have a very blessed life. And some of that is because of the bachelor and the bachelorette, but like a lot of it is not a lot of it is because I believe that I am where I am supposed to be. And it's not always been really easy. Like, my we have difficult times but yeah just wh- why why you're a dime a dozen
0: yeah exactly just like don't rattle anything your experience is going to be way more worth and what you get get out of it you know marriage children all that is going to be like way more valuable than a couple extra hundred dollars a day. Yeah. Uh, and one of the things that I always suggest to people when they're like, oh, like, you know, how do I get on a path like you did after the show? I'm like, you have to do a lot of things for free. Like I did <laughs> yeah. access Hollywood for free for yeah. like years and years. But I'm like, yes. I just appreciated the platform. Same anyway. I did so much
5: stuff for extra and access Hollywood yeah. and all these people, and I never got paid e-news yeah. anytime they called yeah. and wanted me to come in. I literally just looked at it like, this is a great opportunity. If it leads somewhere cool, if I get paid, even still like now to this day, if there's a paycheck to come along with things, I'm like, Oh, this is a nice bonus. I didn't expect that, but like, yeah, yeah, you're going to get really great opportunities. And even the people who are going on the show now, it's amazing. I know I said this before, what social media does, but some of these girls that go home on night one, and you know, this, you've been on the show back in the day when you went home on night one, no one remembered you by the next week. And now oh, these man. girls are going home on night one with 200,000 followers and they're wow. also never getting real jobs ever again.
0: You know, the, things are changing. The following is going down a lot. Uh, people are getting way, way less follows from being on the show. So people are going to have to start going on the show now for just love again. <laughs> yeah,
5: I think the original question that you asked was, uh, where are the, the ratings? ratings? Yeah. Right. I think, you're, I think you're right. There is a number of things. I think it's Chris Harrison. Yeah, I think we're you know, no one really wants to talk about it, but there's a culture where whatever it was that happened, right, that he was held accountable for. But there is another part of the audience who watches the show that were really pissed that Chris got let go. There was yep. a, a part of our Actually, audience, I'd say the vast majority, yeah, who love Chris Harrison, and yep. I don't know Chris personally he's, he's a good dude, you know, like he has always been kind and respectful. And when I was on the show, he and his family had me over for dinner, like took me under his wing. I only had a PR person because he introduced me to his PR people and was like, you will have these opportunities, like be smart, but like, you know, stay true to who you are. You know, Chris was always really great to me. So I think there's several things that are contributing to the lack of viewership with the show. And I think Chris being one of them, you know, I I think those will be shoes that will never be able to be filled. And then I believe also there was a a lot of backlash when Clayton was chosen as the bachelor. Like people were like, first off, who is he? Mm -hmm. They didn't know who he was. And second off, I just don't know that he has
0: carried the season. Well, see, that's the thing. Like if he was going to surprise us and be this awesome personality and this guy that like we get to know and we realize just like what a catch he is and like <laughs> yeah he oh my god i totally understand why these women are just fawning seems like a totally nice guy but still no one that i'm going to go to bed thinking about yeah i mean he's good looking he's good looking yeah. i i just i tried the
5: first episode and i kind of was like I want to be like blown away. If I'm going to watch a show, I don't care if it's a bachelor or whatever it is. I want to be blown away in the first episode and feel like I'm hooked. Like I need to see the second episode. Yeah. And honestly, when I watched the first episode, I turned it off. I was like, I can't, I cannot stomach this. It's just, and no wonder they try to create so much drama with the girls now because if the lead can't carry the show and it's nothing, I've, I honestly feel bad for him. I'm, I think he's probably a really good dude. And I think, yeah, know, me too. He likes he's to eat a lot TV. of chicken. I think he eats a lot of chicken. Oh, why do you of- think that? a lot of protein. Cause he's, okay. so, beefy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he's yeah. so beefy. I think I remember from one of the opening for the show, Ashley, they showed him, or maybe I saw it on Instagram and I, I didn't follow him because I was like, I can't handle that. I just can't handle. He was showing what he spends at Walmart for like a week's worth of eating his protein. And there and was, was like, a lot oh, of chick-
0: chicken in there. <laughs> oh my God. It was
5: just like, it was like great value, like chicken. And I was like, I can't, I can't, I like to eat too much. I, I can't live my life like this. Like I pounded homemade bolognese last night until I almost threw up. You know, I just can't live yeah. where you've got to work out all week and eat. So much protein. So, oh, and not any carbs. That's just no. like no, no way like to live. Wine? How can you not have a glass of wine <laughs> with the spaghetti bolognese? You know, yeah, I know. I, when I was on the show, I, I um, I'm from the South and they took us to, it was for a, the hometown date for Graham Bun. And, and I'll say this really quickly, but we were, is a two day part filming. And so for lunch, they took the cast and crew to a Golden Corral. I don't know if you know what that is.
0: I've been there once, yeah.
5: It is a buffet. It is, yeah. I love nothing, <laughs> nothing more than a good buffet. And <laughs> <laughs> when they released us to get our plates, they did let us sit alone together, but they were like very clear, like don't talk about anything. And so he went to fix his plate and I went to fix mine and I'll, I came back to the table with like macaroni and cheese, mashed potatoes and gravy, chicken fingers and ranch. And when I looked at his plate, Ashley, he was having a salad with double chicken and no dressing. And I have this. See, <laughs> see, that would be a total turnoff for me. I have this distinct memory of being like, this is never going to work. This is never going to exactly. work. Exactly. He's so good looking and I like him so much, but it's never going to work. Is he judging me by my plate? <laughs>
0: I'm just going to say it because it's when I was with Kevin from Bachelor Winter Games, like the guy liked his. Chicken salad, way too much for me to like. Live a comparable life, like it's. Yes. And we're not saying. I'm not talking about chicken salad with like seasoning and mayo. Mayo, yeah, no, no. He wanted like his leafy greens with just grilled chicken, like for every meal. And I was like, yeah, no. this is no. never sign number one. This is not gonna. This is not gonna yeah. work out. Jesus is speaking to me through his lunch, <laughs> and it's not meant to be. <laughs> Okay, all right, so we do have to move on to our recap, which will be brief uh, because Deanna is not a lot to talk like about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, we'll be right back after this. What keeps baby skin healthy? For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night.
3: Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call
0: 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
1: Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good three five one zero three zero zero and follow the climbing in heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
0: As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening, because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at duracellcom safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Right here, right now, find your beautiful
4: new floor at Right Rug Flooring.
0: Okay, so we co- we start this episode with Sarah coming back from her one-on-one. We already really kind of went over this. You felt super cringy because she called out the girls saying, one of you said something about me. And Mara kind of like admitted that it was her. And then we'll jump to the cocktail party. So we have nine women left. Uh, and Teddy, Sarah, and Rachel have a rose. Um there's like really not much to say about this cocktail party. I know.
5: I keep going on to the different sections thinking like, Oh, I'll have something to input for this. And I really don't because it all felt like super boring to me. I, I wasn't it. Mara did pull. Um, Sarah oh, this aside, is the though. one where I did appreciate that part. Yeah. I did appreciate, this, this, yeah. right. okay. I did appreciate this. And for whatever little bit of drama that it created, I, I will say that I thought both women handled it well they a didn't become like catty and uncomfortable, but also I appreciated Mara saying like, you looked like a child coming into the cocktail party and going nanny, nanny, nanny. He chooses me, you know? Like, And she did, she did. I mean, I get what she was doing and I appreciated that Sarah stood up for herself by saying like, you guys ratted me out to, to Clayton, but then also the way she came in with her Rose, like, like, like a child. And so I appreciated the way Mara was just like, it felt really insensitive the way you did that and it felt really silly. But then I was sad to see Mara get sent home because then I was like, oh, girl. I thought they were going right. to keep her
0: around for another week. I did too. That she was going to like, we we're going to have more drama between the two of them. Um, I also don't understand, Ashley, why these girls don't
5: watch the show ahead of time and realize that the girl who tattles on another girl never wins.
0: Oh, well, of course. <laughs> it's really bizarre the way that nobody catches on to this. I mean, and, and I say this, Having been a viewer for That's five right. years <laughs> before being on the show. And then I went and did that, <laughs> knowing it right. never go well that way. You've but never you just can't help yourself. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> depending on your personality you can't help yourself yeah. um okay so the, here are these two things that kind of stood out mara said that her over mara said that sarah's overconfidence was not cute which we can totally get behind she also said that sarah is sloppy is getting sloppy and it shows now is she referring to like her being like drunk sloppy or is she talking about her being like lying or be, her tactics I wonder, was it
5: that? Because I didn't quite get it. I, yeah, yeah, I didn't quite get it because I didn't, I didn't, I don't know sloppy would be the right word that I would describe her as. So I didn't quite get that. I think she was just trying to get back at her a little bit because, yeah, so maybe it was the tactics because she came in again, bragging about a rose and that their solid foundation was going to be okay. But yeah, I just didn't quite get that
0: we were thinking at the time that this was kind of like a Mara Sarah beef situation. The girls, the other girls didn't really seem to be interfering at all. But then later in the episode, we see that like these tactics that Sarah was using, which was basically just going into like going to the house every time she had a one-on-one interaction with Clayton and showing off the experience that she had with him. Mm -hmm. Um, that was like they the girls kind of ended up thinking that was a tactic to like freak them out and make them think that she was number one she was definitely being chosen so that they would therefore feel less confident in their connection with him
5: yeah well i also um I also felt like no one said anything. It just seemed like it was Mara who was saying something. Yeah. And then towards the end of the episode, you do see a, cu- a couple of the other girls in their ITMs chime in and say that, that they felt like Sarah was being braggy or that this was going to come to bite her in the butt.
0: Yeah. Even that three on one, or I guess it was a four on one. <laughs> so I guess it was just a regular group date. <laughs> 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 they all ended up telling Clayton that they didn't trust Sarah That they were like, that she was trying to like play with their brains. Um, But I wonder if they felt like that the entire way through. I think they kind of did. I just think that like editing wise, they wanted to make it seem like it was Sarah versus Mara.
5: Well, it's interesting that they chose to edit it that way because I feel like every other season when there is that one girl that they're trying to pinpoint everyone against, they they show that. They show the other girls whether they're saying it to... They show it to the other girls, whether it's that they're saying it to her in
0: particular.
4: Mm -hmm.
5: But they didn't
0: show that this season until the very end. Well, yeah, there was like a little, I know Sarah made like a little reference to it. And I always feel like when you, sometimes they do this and they did this on one of my seasons, which makes me like more notice more. They they did it with one of my storylines. They added like one little line in there from Rachel about Sarah And then that made me go, oh, hmm. so the other girls are talking about it, but they're making it seem like it's just a battle between the two of them. All right. So at that rose ceremony, Eliza, who like, I don't really know very well and Mara get eliminated. I don't think there's any surprises here. They move on to Vienna, Austria, um where we start with a one-on-one with Susie and like I thought Susie wasn't really into Clayton a couple weeks ago and now I think she's really into him and I don't know whether he's more into her or more into Rachel but those are definitely my top two right now and she has the classic date that we see on basically every season the fairy tale date the Cinderella date whatever you want to call it she gets to go shopping. She looks great in all the dresses. She picks out one and she gets to like go to this palace and have dinner with him. Uh, everything. And then like the guy who sings Lady in Red is there <laughs> serenading them. It was quite it was this is again. I mean, on my season, I was ridiculous. I definitely it was a spoof. I was total um, satire when I sat around pretending to be Cinderella left at home, but it truly is the date that I wish I had experience on the bachelor. Anything to add about this, Deanna? Uh, you know, what is so funny is I felt a lot like Susie. I would have been super uncomfortable <laughs>
5: because I am just like a jeans and a t-shirt kind of girl. So yeah. I am not into like the princess, uh, theme. So uh-huh. I would have been really uncomfortable, but I say that I actually really enjoyed this date. And I felt like as as out of character as it would be for me, i I thought it was the most genuine piece of the entire show. like i i I think that Susie and like Clayton- you feel it.
0: Yeah, I do. Yeah. I feel like yeah. she really
5: likes him. I feel like they're going to be a good fit for each other. Do I don't know if he chooses her in the end, but I just thought, Oh, they look good together too. But like, it just felt really genuine, even though it was like over the top, this princess date with all of this stuff. I, um, and I saw that in the conversation they had that night at dinner too. Like, I felt like she did a really good job of being like, you know, I, I kind of was uncomfortable. This is not kind of my vibe, but like, I'm, I'm really into you. And I just thought that they, that the chemistry was there. Mm-hmm. Um, that the conversation seemed to flow pretty easily between the two of them. And that's, those are the pieces that I like about the show. When it feels like forced or like overproduced, I don't like that. And so I think, with that being said, I just thought that they could be a really good fit. And I didn't, I'm the same. I didn't think Susie had a real shot a couple of weeks ago or even in the beginning. It's not that she, I thought really she was going out. to walk away. Yeah. I didn't think she stood out to me at all. And so I actually changed my mind when I watched that date. I thought they yeah. seemed to be like they could be a really good fit for each other.
0: It was cute. Okay, so then we go to the group date, which is kind of crazy, because (laughs) (laughs) they sit down for psychotherapy, because they're in Vienna, Austria, the home of Freud. (laughs) And uh, they basically have like a couples counseling meeting. And the standout moments are that Genevieve is so uncomfortable with therapy and crying, just like the act of crying and being emotional, especially on camera, which is why did you sign up for The Bachelor, uh, that she like kind of like freezes and says like, I can't do this. And then he walks her out.
5: I, um, well, A, I love therapy because like Sarah Sarah loves therapy so much. (laughs) Yeah. I I wasn't, I'm not as braggy as Sarah, but Sarah (laughs) loves therapy so much, but I am definitely a advocate for your mental health and stability. So, um, but I also felt really sad for Genevieve because of how painful it seemed for her to sit and talk and open up. Like I felt really bad for her because I think that there are definitely people who operate like that. I am the polar opposite of that. Like if I am upset or I'm angry, there's no like trying to pull it out of me. My child is trying to show her money to you.
3: <laughs> no, Hi. it's no, it's
5: yours. Oh, thank you. Honey. It's the $4. Oh, thank you, sweetheart. Oh. Thanks baby. That's what right. it is. Thank you, Angel. Um, so I felt really bad for her because I don't, I I can't even imagine what a world that looks like where you can't like fully open or talk or be, uh, like, like open with how you feel or your emotions or anything, because I'm just not like that. And, uh, so I felt really bad for her, but she, she was, I thought she handled it really well when he was sending her home because she was pretty aware of the fact that like she hasn't opened up at all. And she sees and acknowledges that he has connections with some of these other women that she would be like, it just wouldn't work. If he took yeah. her down hometown dates, it just wouldn't work. She's that far behind at this point because she knows that she can't open up. So even though she didn't share much in that, I appreciated her um, honest vulnerability and
0: sharing that she just, she wasn't going to be able to do it. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? She was actually in turn vulnerable by saying, I can't be vulnerable.
5: <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Uh, then the other standout moment, of course, is Sarah saying like, I love therapy, love, love, love. (laughs) And, uh, then she goes in there to the room with him and the psychotherapist. And she like kind of expresses just how frustrating being in the house has been and how the other girls, um, you know, don't really like trust the, you don't trust her or like have a different perceived you're perceiving her in a way that like she says is not really her um but she's don't also you think like clayton crying. was sitting there and he was like don't you think inside he was like this is strange well yeah strange. because he he eventually calls her out later in the night <laughs> saying that he doesn't buy her tears well actually because at night she's quote crying but there's no water coming out of her eyes which really confirms what the psychotherapist says at the end of the daytime portion of the group date which is there's somebody here who's was who is performative in the room uh and immediately like all the girls kind of like point their fingers at her and then Clayton is watching her just cry with no water and I think that that is like that's a telltale sign that somebody is being performative, right? Well, yeah, because typically, I mean, unless
5: she has no tear ducts and her doctor can prove it. She, well,
0: you know, she said that like she had no more tears left. Well, well that's <sighs> kind of an expression, girl. She's dried up.
5: Girlfriend <laughs> is, is dried dehydrated. up. Girlfriend is dried up. Dehydrated. I also would have been weird on that date anyway. Like. Clayton was probably like, Why do we have to do silly things like this with a therapist to pretend like we can all be together as one? I'm sure he was like mortified, but still. Yeah. Poor,
0: poor Sarah. Poor Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty weird to be like, quote in um, therapy with somebody that you're dating when there's like
3: someone that you there. barely
5: know barely
3: Ashley.
0: know
5: yeah I mean you know you've been on the show they have barely spent any time alone with Clayton do they really know who he is probably not
0: no it would have been like that was that the week? okay so I was there like I got eliminated between like eight seven and eight and then like six so technically it was like this week And that would have been me sitting in that room with crystals who I legitimately may have had 30 minutes of private conversation with.
5: That's so awesome. And then you're supposed to sit in front of a therapist to be like, these are my deepest emotions and concerns. Let me lay it all out here for you and this man that I don't know. And also the (laughs) millions of people who are going to watch the show and a therapist that I'm just meeting for the first time in a foreign country who knows nothing about me or my past or my childhood. So Great. Dress. yeah very very yeah.
0: awkward these very girls awkward. most of them thankfully have had one-on-one so they've had more than 30 minutes but truly Genevieve who had the two-on-one has had about 30 minutes with him so no wonder why it was so uncomfortable to get one yeah yeah all right so let's just skip uh, so really not anything to say about serene's date except for the fact that I'm so confused that she got the rose over Teddy what? I think he gave her the rose just because she said, I'm falling in love with you. And he had no idea what to do. Right. Was he just like, I, I don't know. mo? Yeah, maybe I mean, for like, real. Some bachelors like they hear, I love you. I'm falling in love with you. And they're like, Oh man, we got to cut this off now because poor girl, <laughs> we're, we're totally leading her on. But he did not know. He didn't do that or he's still excited about her but i'm like really confused because teddy was way more of a storyline uh she, just like her character on the show she, we just i felt like we were more invested in her they the edit made us more invested in her than serene so i just feel like serene is the obvious like person that we're cutting next week uh teddy weird because she was first impression rose we learned uh, there was like the her virginity storyline about how like she'd be willing to lose it to a guy that she was in love with she would be oh which didn't she say that she'd be did she say that she'd be down to do it in the fantasy suite i don't know we were all thinking this is going to happen that it was leading to a fantasy suite with teddy Very and it's not happening it's not happening and it's so mm-hmm. weird so why does he say at the at towards the end I slept with both of you. I mean, that's not too shocking now because it would have been shocking if he had taken- I'm sorry, from- I missed that. Oh, He yeah, said what? that he slept with both of them? He says to two ladies, or oh, two to three, I think he says, I love you to three. And then he says to two women, he tells them in front of each other, I slept with both of you. But is that uh, so cringe, so cringe, but oh. also not super surprising- Not super
5: surprising, but look, why say it out loud in front of everyone for people to judge these two women? And also why do that to each other? Now they've got to go back and think, oh, I'm not so special anymore. Oh, then you have to think about the visual. Yes, or just know like, okay, the way the fantasy dates work, was he with her last night and now he's with me tonight? It's just gross.
0: Uh, it's it's like really really weird okay well anyway so there's that so we're all thrown off or at least i am thrown off by the elimination of teddy over serene listeners let us know say something in the facebook group because i know you guys are active in there and i really i want to know if you're as puzzled as i um have been okay well uh, I'd say that's it, Deanna. You survived an episode of The Bachelor. Uh, thank you so much for putting yourself through that.
5: <laughs> okay, well, you know what? It was painful. No, it wasn't all painful, <laughs> but I'm I'm telling you, I had to I had to like skip through the end. I could not even stomach the rose ceremony. Could not even go through it. I was like, okay, I'm I'm done. I just it's kind of like what's
0: what's the season going to be? How's it going to end, Ashley? Well, lots of people are saying it's going to end with him not choosing anyone. Uh. And I don't know how that would be when he keeps, when he's crying over loving too many people. How does that work? I wonder if he just didn't date a lot before this. or wonder if he's, has he ever shared if he's ever been in love? Uh, you know what? That's something I should know. I'm going to say that he has been in love, but I'm not sure um, that he's really dated a lot. I think there may have just been one serious relationship under his belt. I also might just be pulling this out of my butt.
5: It's the funny thing about the show though. The women, when they're the bachelorette, it tends to work out because we go on and we know what we want. We're not messing around, right? We're good at making decisions just in general. I know. Um, And then I feel like with the guys, when the the man becomes the bachelor, it usually is this dude who maybe didn't get a lot of girls growing up. And then he gets on the show and he's like, oh my God, I've got all these hot chicks after me. Like I'm gonna do so well after this. And it goes to their head a bit. You know we've seen yeah. a few crystals, right There's been several in the past that this has happened to um, and I, I wonder will this happen to Clayton too? like he seems pretty nice and kind and sweet and genuine yeah. and that sort of thing, but uh I wonder, is this also going to happen to him because now he's had all these beautiful women who are there, and you know this when you're in the show, like all you got to do is go there and fall in love. like all you have to do is like not worry about food, you don't worry about drinks, you don't worry about anything. you just gotta go there and like the guy, and then the bubble is. Done at first, and then you're in real life, and you're like, "Oh wow, you don't even know this person."
0: Yep. Well, I mean, another reason why Paradise may be better than the main show because you do get to know the people more, and uh, the success rate I is think, much better. Is better. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I think they have so many more couples. Um, now because of the success of paradise, even a couple, there were some from bachelor pad. And again, we said this in the beginning, and I think it's just because the, those two shows, a, you get to know each other more, but they feel a little bit more genuine.
0: I mean, you get so many more hours with the person you're living with them for over 20 days. Anyway, D and I know you have to go. Thank you so much for being here. It's always so much fun when you're here. You have such an awesome personality and you have something to say about everything. And I love that. Oh, thanks, Ashley. This is a lot of fun. Way to start my morning off. (laughs) All right. See ya. Bye. Bye. All right, guys, before we head out of here, we have bachelor headlines, of course, and we will go through all of those after this break. What keeps baby skin healthy? For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night.
3: Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call
0: 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
1: Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. three five one zero three zero zero and follow the climbing in heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
0: As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child-secure and designed to avoid accidental opening, Because they believe that their product should provide more than just power, they should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes.
4: Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee.
2: Already
0: Bachelor headline time. Let's start with two with Peter Weber. So he's predicting that Clayton is going to end up with no one. And he better not have read spoilers or something and like just trying to make it his opinion. Because that would be really annoying because I've been spoiler free guys for so many seasons now. And I love watching the finale. It makes everything more exciting. It makes me feel like I'm not lying to you guys. Okay, well anyway, this is what he says. My prediction, and I hate to say it, is that he ends up with no one and that it is, it was supposed to be Rachel. He says, I think she loses it. And then who knows if they all walk away or how it ends. He thinks that she, quote, loses it over the fact that he was intimate with another woman besides her. He continues to say maybe he walks away because it was mainly Rachel I'm hoping this is not the case, but I think that's how it's going to end. He said he's surprised that she that he was he was able to give her so many group dates, like back to back. I agree that was kind of shocking. Um, that says a lot. and uh yeah, I mean. I I would be pretty convinced of being Rachel if you were asking me last week, but I think that Susie really has almost evened out with her, so I think it's going to go between the two of them. We'll see, we'll see. Anyway, okay, so another uh, Peter Weber headline. This is kind of juicy. He was on our podcast a couple weeks ago, and he did say, you know, he alluded to not so much liking that Hannah Brown revealed that they slept together post her season, post his season. But now he's talking a little bit more about it. And we are here for the tea. He said, I did not talk to her after the book came out, her book where she reveals that this happened. Um, I did reach out to her and I received no comment back. You know, it is what it is. I personally wouldn't have done something like that if two people have a private situation and they talk and they say they're gonna keep it private just keep it private i don't know she's done this to me on two occasions now where she says she's not going to say anything and then she says something he is obviously referring to hannah opening up about their four sex times (laughs) they're they're yeah they're rounding the bases four times in the fantasy suite um during after the final rose on her season and now again she's talking about their hookup post their season so there's two times yeah two times where she said let's not say anything and then she ends up saying something publicly so i get it i get why he'd be annoyed at that all right um let's see Greg Grippo, is it Grippo? Grippo, you know, Greg from Katie Season. He has a girlfriend. She is an influencer in Paris. Uh, we don't know much more than that, but it looks to be that he sent her three dozen roses on Valentine's Day. So Greg is not anti Rose. <laughs> uh, and he also told. Nick Vial this week that he will probably not be hitting the beaches of Mexico for paradise because he is seeing someone. So well, we're all very happy for Greg. I you know there's lots of girls out there probably sad that they are not with him because despite what you think of him on the show, lots of girls think of him as a total heartthrob. All right. And then finally, Clayton... <laughs> This is a headline we can really read into. Clayton says he sometimes regrets joining The Bachelor. He says the first three weeks into the show airing, I definitely thought um, that he made a mistake signing up and being The Bachelor because, quote, because you just don't know what to expect going into it. Um, He said, I thought this is going to be great everyone's going to come around start seeing my personality and a couple of weeks in people weren't it seemed like no matter what they showed even when they did show my personality like me being goofy people would still say he has no personality and i'm like what more do you want to see he continued to say to me I just wasn't ready for the magnitude of criticism I was gonna face. He said that because his the seasons, um, Michelle's season and his season were so back to back, he didn't have a lot of time to reach out to alumni and discuss like their thoughts on um, him being the bachelor or like get any advice. It feels like he missed out on that. But I'm just interested in this headline because would you really say that like you at points regret being the bachelor if you end up with somebody in the end so i'm thinking this might be a subtle sign that he doesn't pick anyone or that like maybe he does pick somebody but maybe the person doesn't want to be with him And oh, now that i say that that's some juicy stuff that we haven't seen before and it's kind of like colton-esque but like what if it comes down to like nobody wanting to be with him in the end. That would be crazy. All right. well, stay tuned, people. So much for Deanna, thinking that this season is boring, right? Because if that happens, that is juicy. All right. well, guys, I appreciate you listening to me ramble by myself in the past ten minutes and always tuning in to the almost famous podcast. I love you so much. Thank you for listening. Um, Thank you for being active on our Facebook group. I check it out all the time. Um, Ben should be back next week, and I shall be too. So uh, until next time, I've been Ashley. Tudaloo. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes.
1: 3510300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Right here right now, find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock
4: styles, ready for next-day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee.
5: June 30th, 2024.